I just dumped a bag of glitter down the front of me trying to squeeze the air out of it because you know you hug it to get the air out yeah I, yeah I went poof, right into my chest it's in my bra it's in my underwear it's oh. it's every I'm not kidding can you see how sparkly I am oh my gosh it's I thought you dressed up just for me <laughs> I mean, I wish I could say it was intentional because it's kind of pretty. It's, it's like, it's a lot. It's a lot. So I'm going to, um, yeah, I'm going to try to dust a little bit of this off. But okay. I'm like, it happened as I was answering your message where I'm like, I'm waiting and I'm all. Oh, everywhere. not good. Do you want to oh. um, reconnect? It's, no, shit. Run with it. We're, we're going with it. All right. Decollete. It's not coming off. That's a, This is a permanent fixture for this video because it's not going nowhere. All right. Yeah. Well, it looks pretty. Okay. So how's your day? Good. Good. Um, crazy. Man, like all of the equipment fails at the same time. You know that. Like mm -hmm. everything dies at the same time. So it's like everything's good and it's great and you're excited. And all of a sudden nothing fucking works anymore. So other than that, great technical technologies I tell Scott I hate technologies yeah I don't like to play with technologies because it always it always fucks up so no. okay how's the lighting this time is it too much no it looks great okay. looks great looks great I also it's perfect but it's something hilarious yeah um my refrigerator is like way too far away and I'm here about I'm like solo right now mm-hmm I'm keeping my mind chilled. <laughs> I like how you roll. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because. It can't get warm. You don't have a, a runner. Yeah. No, no, no. So I don't have to go anywhere. I can, I can refill my chalice on my own. There you go. Oh, I like, that's a, that's a pimp cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. I've always wanted a pimp cup. Okay. But I got some pimp shoes. Did you see them on my story? No. I got my first pair of Jordans. Oh. I am officially a, a boss. I'm officially um, a grown-up now. I'm not that so, cool with shoes. I only bought them because I like the colors. It's not like I'm a collector or anything. I feel now. that. I feel that. Mm -hmm. So in last week's podcast, we talked about just kind of dealing with the reality and the human feelings that come along with the territory of putting yourself in the spotlight or putting yourself in the chair of running the business, but with your face forward, your personality and trying to be human at the same time, trying to be creative, trying to be vulnerable, trying to be trusting and how we deal with the negative now let's talk about how we deal with the positive. Now that we dealt with all of the negative feelings, the down, we should probably talk about the up. Yeah, we definitely should. And the things that we do in order to move out of the negative, because that's, that's most of the struggle right there is getting out of that mindset. Once you're in it, mm -hmm. you don't really think that you can. So things that that you do things that I do that have helped us come on the other side of that. Right. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty great to have 
it comes in so many faces. It comes in so many ways. When, when we look at the community that we have, and just naturally because we spend so much time within the community, it's natural that we're going to make friends there and we're going to make long relationships there. So when we go and venture out and we trust people with our heart and our feelings and we show people our creative side, we're going to connect. And so when we connect, we find people who we find like family members sometimes. I know I do. Um, and whenever you're down, it's, it's always comforting to know that the very small core circle that you have, those are the ones that are going to help you out through your hardest times. They're the ones that are going to be your cheerleaders and they're the ones who are going to be there for you to get you up and it doesn't matter how many times you fall and it doesn't matter how many times you you complain and moan and even though you feel like an asshole you're not the burden to them and you are somebody there that they want to help and they want you they want to see you succeed mm-hmm. yeah it's for me it had a lot less to do with knowing there was a structured support system there because I never wanted to burden them with my weight. Mm -hmm. So even though I knew it was there, I never reached out for it. I never asked for the support. I never let the people who were following and worried about me or that were in the group, I never let them know that I was struggling. Mm -hmm. I just, was that with just like the general or is that with everybody, even your closest circle? Everybody, everybody. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I was really good about being there to listen when other people were going through things and offering advice based on things that I had learned myself, but I was still in a dark closet. Like I was still feet cemented to the ground, couldn't find my own motivation. And where I could have turned to the people that are there for me, in essence, I don't really know how else to word it because I don't like to call it followers. I just, you know, the the group of people that would check in on me if I gave them the opportunity, I never wanted them to feel like they had to do that for me. And that Mm -hmm. comes with how we started this and being those pillars, you know, where we, we had this mission that we had to complete you never wanted to turn that around and be the person they had to take care of. I always wanted to take care of them. So, I mean, even with my family, like it was hard for me to even tell my family, Hey, I'm not doing okay. So I had to take a lot of steps in, in my loneliness in order to be able to come out of that kind of on my own. And then when I felt like I was capable of receiving what my friends and family were trying to give to me, then I was able to open up to that and actually receive it and really listen. Do you feel like this was a gradual kind of slope or was it a sudden, oh shit? No, it was gradual and it was work. Mm -hmm. It was, it was something that I had to wake up every day and think about. And it was something that I had, um, a coach that started out as a video coach, like showing up your most authentic self on video, because not so long ago, I was thinking that my issue was that I, I wasn't doing video correctly. Mm -hmm. I wanted help with video, like setting things up and how to show up as my authentic self. And I realized like that, that's never been a problem of mine. I'm fine on video. I don't have any issues with that. 
started realizing it was deeper than that. And then she ended up turning into a counselor, a therapist, if you will, which she's certified to do, helped me find myself again. And it was through that journey of self-discovery that I started kind of waking up to all of the good things that were going on around me and receiving them. Now, there's more to it than that. Obviously, there's steps in doing that. Right. I was going to say, how long did it take between yeah. like, you were completely um, in the dark to ah moment? About a year. About a year. Okay. About a year. Yeah. I would say, but that's fair. That's me giving it a fair amount of time and knowing that within that year, I put in the work and I see results from that work. And it's, yeah. it's long-term results. It's, I can be this every day for the rest of my life results. It's not just a mood change that I'm going through right now. Right. Right. It, it's a lifestyle change. It's a, Mm -hmm. it's a complete different mindset, way of thinking, way of putting yourself, learning from the past and taking steps to move forward into a more positive environment for yourself. Yeah. Yes. The biggest lessons that I've learned is remembering how I got into those negative mindsets to begin with, what caused me to get into those places? What about those was so heavy to me? And once I could figure that out, which for me, I'll speak for myself on this one and not generally speaking, for me, it was trying to please people that I couldn't please and trying to live up to expectations that I could never meet. Mm-hmm. And that's not like somebody saying something simple and I'm like, oh, I could never do that. This is me trying to please people that nothing I am ever going to be able to do is going to actually please them because their problem isn't what they're telling me their problem is. It's something else. So once you realize like the acceptance. Yes. You accepted it. You recognized it. First you recognized it. Then you accepted it. And then you let it go. And then I let it go. And I'm not ashamed of the decisions that I make here and now prior to every decision that I made would be, how is this going to affect the people around me? What are my customers going to think about this? What are the, the naysayers? They're going to come for me on this one. I know they are like, I'm just mm-hmm. ready for it. Cause I know that they're going to have something to say about this. All of that would affect every decision I made on a daily basis to the point to where it was crippling and I, I wouldn't do anything because now I can't because now I have too many voices yelling at me and now I don't want to do any of it. Now, if it's something that excites me, mm-hmm. that's all that matters. That's all that matters. And that's how it you remember. You remember how it was. When, when I first started doing you this. were first started doing this, you had that, this makes me happy. And it was a yes. natural attraction to your craft. It was a natural passion to your craft. And listening it was to your own instincts. Yeah. It was a natural way of doing things rather than a calculated way of doing things and second guessing way of doing things. Eventually that shit gets tired. It, and I explained to Scott, that. I was like, I can't keep doing this. I can't keep doing this. I'm fucking going crazy. Like I would look at him and say, I think I'm going insane. I think I'm going crazy because you have those voices in your head. And really, if you think about it, it's literally, you recognize it, you put an end to it, Mm -hmm. 
you move past it and you don't look back. Like that's, that's all you have to do and written down. Now we see it and we're like, Oh my God, it just right. seems so easy now. Right. And you progress and you conquer the next thing like mm-hmm. self doubt. And then you conquer the next thing, mending those bridges. And then you conquer the. So once you learn to accept the things that cannot be changed, you move, you let them go and then you move past them. And mm-hmm. it's crazy how things fall into place. Yeah. Because you're that happens. The noise in your head, the voices that you're hearing, all of the different opinions that you're telling yourself are out there. And I'm afraid because of things that might be said or, or I'm worried about how someone's going to feel about it. Those voices aren't coming from outside. They're coming mm-hmm. from right here. Mm-hmm. It's n- no one's saying those things to us. No, nobody's coming to us and saying all these things to us. We're saying them to ourselves. So once we're able to tune out and pick through and recognize those parts of us that we actually need to listen to, mm-hmm. then we can tell those other parts of us, of ourselves, that are talking us out of things and making us feel bad about things and making us doubt, we can tell all those parts of ourselves to take a seat. Mm-hmm. And I know this is like something like some border, like some personality disorder, like split personality shit, but it, it's logical. And it's an exercise that I did with my coach where I literally sat down and named the different parts of myself. When you think about, you know, the part of you that is, has self-doubt or is insecure and even the good parts, you know, like I'm, I'm a goddess or I'm creative or I'm intuitive. You, you sit down and you give all of them a name, like a literal name and you write out their attributes and you write out mm-hmm. what it is that they're trying to say to you. What, what's happening when this part of you pops up? What are they trying to say to you? What do they need from you? And when you can address that head on, Think of that voice in your head as an actual person and what you would say to that actual person if they were really saying those things to you, it changes everything because you can literally have an entire conversation with yourself and look like a total crazy person, which is fine by me, like label me Mm -hmm. crazy. I don't care, (laughs) but (laughs) I don't care. You can actually filter through the nonsense and get rid of all of the extra things that are heavy on your brain because you're treating all of this chaos in your head like it is a conversation that you're having instead of like it's noise. Exactly. And it's, you're being hard on yourself. You're, you're just, Mm -hmm. you're beating yourself to exhaustion and you feel like you are working so much harder, but only you're working against yourself. Yes. I mean that that's all it is. You're working against yourself. And when I had that kind of that that spiraling moment where the the carousel just keeps going and going and going and you just you just want to get off for a second Mm -hmm. but you can't because you have all this other shit that just keeps moving and if if you lose your footing you're gonna fall on your face sister you know like you cannot (laughs) you got to keep running so I told Scott look I feel like I'm losing my mind here and he would tell me, okay, just take a break. What do you mean just take a break? I cannot just take a break. What does that look you like? Like take a break from what? Like mental break, work break, kids break. Um, I don't know, maybe not sleep break because I don't, there's just so many things. I cannot just, if you shut one part down, the rest will fall. So like where do I take a break? Yeah. Huh? 
It's like stopping one gear in the machine. Yeah. It's like you, everything stops. You stop one, everything else stops. You can't, it's like picking and choosing. You can't, there's, you can't just pick one. It all flows together. And right now the machine is overheating. It's overheating Mm -hmm. and I'm going to have, and what happened? I had a freaking panic attack. Mm -hmm. Then the panic attack started coming and it was all me working me up. It was all my own expectations. Yeah. My therapist, because I had to finally go see a therapist, my therapist told me, let me ask you something. What do you value? And I, I couldn't think of, well, first of all, I was like, what do I love? She's like, no, 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 no. What do you value? What do you place mm-hmm. value in? And I couldn't think of anything. And so finally she says, okay, let me help you out. You value your kids. You value, because I came to her like a fried toaster. I was like, yeah. er, er, just sitting in front of her. And she's, she was like, whoa, let's mm-hmm. start from the beginning. Get a piece yeah. of paper and pen out. Let's list the things that we value. You value your time. You value your creativeness. Oh, I get it. Okay, like these are things that I value. I put worth into, I put time and effort and love and nurture into. Mm-hmm. Okay. These are things that if they went away or that I lost, I would be devastated. Okay. So yes. I value my family. I value my time. I value my work. And it just went on and on and on and on. And so she goes, okay, so you listed eight things. Now on a side note, I want you to, to put how you're going to put back into those things. Well, that was hard. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of hard because I don't have a lot of time. (laughs) She's like, that's why I'm here. Make time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was like, that's why I'm here. Like I, I don't, she's like, no, 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 no. It's very simple. First things first, let's turn to the person who helps you. My husband, lean on him, talk to him, let him help you. You're going to have to trust him with things to do because you can't keep doing it all is what she told me. You're doing it all yourself and you're working against the people who are here who want to help you. When it comes to your kids, make some time. Five o'clock, say to yourself, five o'clock comes, I'm going to shut it down for at least 30 minutes and give time to my kids because nobody ever does something like go to the gym, spend time with their kids or go to church or whatever it is and say, God, that was a waste of time. No, just, just, just do it. Just make time and do it. Whether it's cooking with them, whether it's making a memory with them, it's God, that was a waste of time. No one ever says that, or at least not a, maybe you're a shitty person. Right? No one says it out loud. Kind of goes Damn. to church and spends time with their kids and says, that was a waste of time. Yeah. That was I mean, a waste of time. T-shirt. Right? I don't think. I just don't think they do, <laughs> but it made sense. And I was like, you're right. You're right. You're right. You know, no one ever says waking up early and getting a, a head start for your day and doing things, taking the post-it off the wall. You know, that was yeah. not a waste of time. It is yeah. a achievement. It's an accomplishment. It is a drop in your bucket. So yeah. she told me you need to take it easy on yourself. Time management and the things that you value, you have to put yourself into that. You have to put your value, your love, your nurture into those things. Because at the end of the day, when you reflect on your day, it feels like you've done nothing because all the things that you value, nothing was, you may have worked your ass off all day, 
yeah. answering emails and fighting with people and yeah. complaining and yelling and whatever it is. But all of the things like your creativity, your kids, your faith, your husband, all the things that you value, nothing was, you put no drops in there in those buckets. Yeah. So once I started doing that, I was like, oh, okay, this feels good. Mm-hmm. And guess what happened? I didn't have time to fuck with the, with the messy. I didn't right. have time to give to the negative. And right. if I did, it was very little. And then the next day, it was a little bit less and a little mm-hmm. less the next day. So that worked for me. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> is your crotch itchy? <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> I keep looking at your face and I'm like, are you really squirting? There's glitter everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Well, I'm like, do. oh, that's what we do. Yeah. No, yeah, it's, it's everywhere, but it is what it is. It, when is it nev- not everywhere? If we're being honest, oh, like, do I freaking know? You know, I ask you, how, how, how do you get glitter? Like, like, are you just like a mad scientist? Like, just, just doing it. Or are you just like glitter? I love it. Glitter. I love it. (laughs) Never have I ever thrown glitter on myself on purpose. I usually end up covered in glitter because, you know, when you're mixing and like, you're going hard, if it's a particularly fluffy glitter going hard or (laughs) yeah, if it, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> then it gets everywhere, you know, it just gets everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I tend to participate in tasks from time to time that make me extra sparkly. Uh, this time in particular, I, I dumped a bag of glitter down my chest because I thought it would be pretty for this video. I wish Well, when you pretty. came on, it was like, whoa, she dressed up. She, she dressed the part today. <laughs> you know, I, the earrings, the bling... I know. know. It's a whole vibe. It's a vibe. Okay. So let me ask you, um, I know you don't do names. I don't do names either. Like that's just our thing. We just don't do names. Super counterproductive. Yes. Counterproductive. We don't name. I don't have beef with those people anymore. Yeah. I don't have beef with anybody. Oh, well. I don't. But yeah, I don't. I mean, speak for yourself. Oh, okay. It's, it's taken I'm a long time. <laughs> it, I was like, oh, we'll have to have a side, a sidebar oh, chat. Totally so, kidding. Um, you know, that's the one thing that you have never done with me. And I am very, I'm very, I respect you so much for that. You have never, ever given me any specificities. We're going to make a word up every single podcast. Specificities. Yeah. Yeah. And we need to keep a log though. Yes. Yeah. So it was specificities um, and comprised. Comprised. Comprised and specific. That might be a word. It just doesn't comprised. feel like a word. Comprised. Com- com- composite. Comprised. I don't know. I was I'm trying to say it the other day when I was doing laundry and I was like, comprised. I'm making notes well, right Today here. is specificities. No specificities <laughs> have ever come out of your mouth. You've given me lots of advice, lots of encouragement, lots of examples, and lots of. Um, I'll have you know, I've been in this situation before and this person, never any specificities. And we get very raw and we get very real with each other. Never mm-hmm. have you ever, never have you ever. You haven't specificities. Yeah. I you haven't have either, either, have I? 
that no you haven't and that that was um a lot due in part to I try to be the kind of friend who you can talk to however I never want to be the kind of friend that only wants to talk to you because I want to know all of your drama mm-hmm. you know what I mean like I'm not going to come to you and be like oh my god tell me who's who and what's what today because I don't have time for that so mm-hmm. I, I'm never going to come to you and be like, give me all the tea on so-and-so. Cause I, I just don't care. Yeah. So you can tell me I'm frustrated by this situation and this, this thing might be happening to me and this is how I'm reacting to it. And I'm going to talk to you about that part of it. It's good to have friends like that in your corner, because if you have friends that all they want to do is know all the tea on somebody, then that's probably valid in a lot of aspects of their life. And it's going to be hard for them to really listen to you when you're having any set of issues because they're focusing too much on that. She did what? Mm-hmm. And then going to that person and being like, oh yeah, like I heard what I heard about you. So it's this like, it's just the drama train that keeps on going. Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. It's like an avalanche of bad things when it started with you or me or whoever just being frustrated in the moment about a behavior that may have struck us in some kind of way it's really 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 important especially where we have these circles of friends and people that we care about that we never get to meet in real life these electronic digital relationships because it's so easy to unintentionally backstab your friends when they're not in your face It's easy to say something in a moment of an emotional, you know, in in an emotional moment, in an emotional setting. It's easy to say something that you wouldn't hold against that person, but who you're saying it to might. Mm -hmm. You just have to kind of remember those things that like, it's, it's not our jobs to convince any one person about another person. Each individual person needs to make up their own mind about people. And if you're drawn to somebody, but you're afraid of them because of what you've heard, you need to have a conversation with them. Your spirit is telling you you're drawn to this person for whatever reason. Your brain is telling you that might be a danger zone. Find out. Yeah. Find out. Explore. Ask questions. Pop in somebody's inbox that you've never spoken to before because you think you might know what they're about. Hey. Hi, Heather. Or, How is it going? Yeah, uh, so you, you hate me? <laughs> <laughs> you think you understand the situation. Like it, we, we got to start branching out and opening up a little bit and really getting to know people for who they are instead of who we think they are so that everybody in turn can have these positive feelings surrounding them. There's so much tiptoeing going on. And when you start tiptoeing around people, that's when you start like, I got to watch my mouth. I got to watch my mouth. And we're just not letting that negativity in anymore, you know? So we we have to make sure that we're focusing on being good to the people that are around us, for one. Exactly. You'd be surprised, like, how, you'd be surprised how much I have been, how surprised I've been when I have these assumptions of people or I assume that, well, they hang with this person, so they probably don't like me, so I'm just going to close them out. Or I'm just not going to like them back. Mm-hmm. Or 
or not now that them. I've kind of yeah not approach them, exclude them from things, mm-hmm. and cause something out of nothing. Yeah. So I think what has helped me is walking outside of my comfort zone. I go outside of my comfort yes. zone. I put myself out there. I extend a nice hello, and if I'm greeted with a stay in your lane or don't talk to me or we're not friends. I mean, that's only happened to me one time. And I lived, <laughs> right? Right. I didn't die. I'm still right. here. I, we're still here. Um, nobody went away. And out of the 100% that I've taken that approach, 99.9% of the time, those people were so nice to me. And we've just moved past it. Like it was like a huge misunderstanding. And like I always say, if you're, if you don't like, like me, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm pretty fucking cool. <laughs> you know, And I'm very nice. Um, but like you said, I heard things about you and that was what happened. I based my opinion on you based on things I heard about you. We've all done that. We all do that. Yeah. I mean, I still do that. I still have to check myself because I, social media is terrible for giving us these glimpses of people that aren't even showing us who they really are. Mm -hmm. It's a blip in time. It's quick. I mean, you think about TikTok and it's like 30 seconds of Mm -hmm. a voiced over recording and I can instantly judge an opinion on who I think that person is over something they didn't even fucking say. Mm -hmm. Like, why is that okay? I have to check myself daily. And that's part of being responsible and trusting my instincts because, you know, I'm going to see something and be like, ah, yeah, I can't mess with that because that looks like just a bag full of trouble to me that I don't want to be involved in. Right. But I just saw 30 seconds of an individual that is a stranger to me. I don't know them. So who am I to go and say, oh, I don't care for that person. They're all about drama. I don't know what they're all about. Like, I don't know what they do when they stand in their kitchen cooking dinner. Like, I'm judging based on this little bit of it. But also sometimes, isn't it just refreshing to, if you did have beef with somebody or you did have a bad passing with somebody, to just be like, okay, you know what? You know, somebody messaged me. Um, not too long ago. And they said, enough time has gone by. Can, can we just make pretty things? And be comfortable. And be comfortable. Yeah. We don't have to be besties. It was like, oh yeah, we don't have to be besties. We don't have to like fly to each other's hometowns. I am just happy to know that that person has no ill towards me. Yeah. I don't have to tiptoe around them. I don't yeah. have to post and think that, oh my God, they're, they're going to, they're going to laugh or they're, they're going to say something. They're going to sound the horn. You know, I don't have to worry about that. That is yeah. poof, gone. I shouldn't be doing that anyways, but it is so healing to know when you can do that. That makes me think of a challenge. What's this challenge you're talking about? Challenge. So you were talking about having somebody reach out, you know, and mm-hmm. just clear the air. Like, just, okay, let's just be done. Okay. So challenge everybody that's listening, because this is two of us sitting here. And I know both of us have these people that we can do this with. 
anybody that's listening that hears this, we, because I'm making Nicole get in on this, challenge you to reach out to someone who you may have had a past issue with. And I understand that some issues, like you just got to leave that person alone forever, but you guys know somebody that you've had some kind of crossing with that you can move past. Okay. Mm-hmm. So reach out to that person. It doesn't have to be an if, industry. No, it can be anybody. It can be your grandma's uncle's fifth cousin's brother. It doesn't matter who it is. Forgive them and agree to be at peace. That doesn't mean you have to be best friends. That doesn't mean you guys have to like all of a sudden hold hands and dance to the daisies. Be at peace. And then do that. Be at peace. Don't worry about having to stress every time you're doing something or making a decision, how it's going to affect that person, because you're going to make those friends. You're moving past it. You're setting the bags down and you're letting it go. I'm telling you, do that once or twice. You're going to be a brand new bitch. It feels like you took a massive shit and you're like, you feel like just like released of this negative energy. You're like, this person and I can, it can, we can coexist here. You know, like I'm going to put the bags down. I'm not going to carry this anymore. Yes. Let's just move past it. And it really does feel good. It's it scary really to put yourself out there. And it, I get it. I've had people send me messages where they're like, I feel like I made you mad. I feel like there's something going on between us. I mean, I just want to tell you that I have no bad feelings towards you. If you want to tell me to just kick rocks, then I can, I can respect that. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I would never do that. If somebody comes with their heart in their hand, I would yeah. never kick it in the dirt. You know, I would never yeah. do that ever. I don't care what Same. they did. Yeah. Same. And that doesn't mean that if somebody comes to you and they just like want to get something off their chest that you can actually like be cool and friendly with that person, because that's not realistic. That's not, that's not human nature. Mm-hmm. You have your feelings about things for a reason. That does mean that you can move past the trepidation that you feel whenever you hear that person's name mentioned. Right. Or if you have to be in a social setting with that individual, you can let go of the anxiety that you're going to feel because they're in the room with you. Right. And that can be physical room or virtual room, whatever it may be. And it can stop making, forcing you to make these decisions based on the fact that you're, you have to make draw these boundaries because of this person or these people. Yeah. Yes. The tiptoeing that we do to not repeat history and the, Mm -hmm. the lines that we stay within in order to not color in somebody else's area. Like we do that so much. It just becomes a part of who we are to the point to where we can have these blinders on so thick that we can't even see the good. You know, we can't see that some of those things that we're trying to hide from aren't even there anymore. Like they're not not even a thing anymore. They're long forgotten, but maybe we need to talk to those people and we need to just be like, Hey, like, I don't want you to think I hate you and I don't want to have beef with you. So can we just be cool? It sounds simple and also terrifying at the same time, but I Mm -hmm. think that it could be huge for opening up some lines of communication and shutting down some of the tensions that go back and forth a lot in this community. Right. Now, let me put this in your hat. You know what I do? And 
I do this a lot. I, I do one of two things. I either forgive them in my head and I move past in my head mm-hmm. and we're good. Even if they can have a voodoo doll of me at home, you know, I have moved on in my head. So that communication just isn't there. I just have moved on. Mm-hmm. So I do that or I do what my husband hates. I compartmentalize. I can't, put I can't things, compartmentalize. You can't compartmentalize? Mm-hmm. Oh, I am. I don't know if it's because of my, my upbringing. I don't know if it's because of my childhood. I take it. I put it in a little box. I put the cover on there. And then I just put it on the shelf. Mm. That's my personality. That's where I flaw. I, yeah. I'm just now at 40 years old coming around to being like, no, 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 no. Cause this is going to come back up, sweetheart. This is going to come yeah. back. Yeah. You're going to be doing something that you enjoy and you're going to knock that box off the shelf and it's going to fall in your lap when you're not ready for it. Mm-hmm. So the, I, well, I understand the compartmentalizing thing because Dan's really good at it. He, he can separate everything out. He, he can not even feel anything about what's going on over here because he's able to just focus on this. That's a very, I'm going to say this and I'm probably going to have some people say some stuff to me, but that's a very masculine trait, Hmm. a typically masculine trait. Uh, Women essentially in most cases, not all, this is not a generalized statement, just in most cases. We're hysterical. I am not a scientist, but this is my scientific findings. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> this is my scientific belief. <laughs> yeah, women tend to be a little bit more all over the place. All of these things going on. And, you know, so that being said, I carry everything all at once. If I walk into a room with 10 people, I feel what every single one of those people are feeling. My mood depends solely on the people I'm surrounded by. So if I'm surrounded by people who all they want to do is talk about how bad things are, I feel that. Mm. I'm surrounded by bright, shiny people that like to sing and dance. I'm ready to sing and dance. I literally absorb everything that's going on around me. So I have to pick and choose wisely. And that means that I may not welcome somebody into my space. But if you pop into my inbox because you need my advice and you want to talk to me and you want to just be cool and not have issues, I am open to that. That's how we start. Just the second it turns, yeah, the second it turns into something that I, I'm not willing to accept because when I take it, I take it. Then mm-hmm. I have to, you know, I have to pump the brakes a little bit. And that's hardly ever personal because mm-hmm. I don't really know these people that I'm talking to on a deep, deep level, you know, this is surface stuff. So if I've ever come to anybody and they've ever been offended by something that I've done or said, then I want to know, like, give me the opportunity to let you see that that may not necessarily be the case that I, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not who a lot of people think I am from afar. Right. Right. No, I guess that's I, the whole thing is like going to somebody because you may think, you know, but, you know, just have that conversation. Have those hard conversations. I would have never known that you were almost six feet tall. 
I would have never known that you like to play roller derby. I would have never known. (laughs) I would have never known that you had a little guest house. I mean, shit, there's a lot of things I learned about you where I was like, oh, I assumed, you know, all these things because I built this up in my head of who FBB was. Yeah. Really? You know, and then you, I think you told me, you're like, I thought you were tall. I'm like, no, I'm a hobbit. I am so <laughs> small. I am tiny. You're like, whoa, really? I'm almost six feet tall. I was like, no way. We would look Yeah. Why I put my seats on, I'm other. over six foot. Yeah. It's That's hard. insane. It's like Amazon woman foot. over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My goodness. So yeah, I thought you were tiny and you're like, no, bitch. I'm a I mean, that would be motherfucker. Cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's that's good to know that we kind of stand on those same same um that same foundation of hey let's just what do we have to lose here what do we have to lose let's just kind of clear the air move forward we're all here for the same thing and it's just to make pretty shit that's it yes make pretty shit play encourage i mean there are some people who thrive on being negative but those are the people that we just kind of stay clear of. Yeah. We, we just kind of let them do their thing. We stay clear of them. We're still nice to them. Absolutely. And we just keep on trucking. We just keep on going. Um, that's a great way of doing it. So I made a little list here. Let me pull my little list. Um, the things that have helped me kind of get to this place of, okay, I'm not going to die. I'm not going to have another panic attack. I am totally okay. Everything's going to be okay. And if it all goes to shit, I'm still going to be okay. I have come to the point where I knew that I needed to take a step back and look at the big picture because I was so hyper-focused and so zoomed in on all the negative when really I just needed to step back breathe and look at the positive things that were coming into my life. Like the support from my family, the support from my husband, my therapist, my friends who were there for me. Yeah. Everybody, my family, my kids that wake up every morning and they worry that mom is so stressed out. Like I need to stop that. What? There's a spider. I'm so, (laughs) (laughs) you have a spider. Oh my God. Yes. I thought I saw it. I was, you see my eyes cutting off. Okay, Heather. <laughs> Just don't kill it. Don't kill it. You have to, you have to catch him and then release him into the wild. <laughs> I'm serious. That's, that's karma. You have to catch him, get him with a little piece of paper or your shoe take your shoe off and grab him and then i catch all kinds of things i catch lizards spiders <laughs> bugs panic attacks i'm i'm hot i'm armed you have duct tape it's all i could find you are not gonna okay, smash I'm sorry i'm spider. sorry continue continue okay okay <laughs> you know he probably has a buddy somewhere in there i'm sure he does yeah. I mean, she's got a whole family and like 20 kids because he's big. Okay. Oh, he's big? Oh, yeah. We get these things called wolf spiders here. You ever seen a wolf ah! spider? 
A wolf spider. Wolf spider? Yeah. We got brown recluses down here. Ew, no. Ew. I had a tarantula when I was young, so. Gross. I'm okay with bugs and little things. I I'm used to let strong. him crawl in my face. <laughs> I, you know what? I understand spider people. I do. Like, I respect. Like, I I get it. I, I can't. I'd rather have a snake. I don't do roaches, though. I don't like roaches. See, I would pick a roach up and carry it out in my palm. Like, I don't even care. Spiders, I can't. I just Fuck no. They have little <laughs> hair on their legs. Like, they have feet That's on their feet. That's how they taste you. That's how they taste you. That's disgusting. Oh, disgusting. <laughs> and they bite and they hiss. Oh, God, no. Whoa, that veered way left. I am so sorry. Yeah. So, anywho, <laughs> I take a step back and breathe. <laughs> yes, take a step back and breathe. And then I, just, I accept it. I acknowledge it. I realize what the hell's going on how it's affecting my body, how it's breaking me down. And I got to let it go. And that is so hard to do sometimes. Sometimes you're like, how the fuck do I let it go? How the how fuck do I do let it go? go? It is living in my brain. How do I let right. it go? How do I let it go? One of the easiest and hardest things for people to understand is, and I'm going to open up the personal files here. One of the easiest and hardest things to understand is the relationship with my biological father. That was a very... That's a very real thing for me. And it was a real, a realization for me when I was going through all of the stress. And I kept telling myself, if I can let, accept that for what it is and let it go, I have accepted him for who he is. I know his, his, um, his abilities. I know his his, um, who he is. I just, I just get it. Yeah. And I know that my expectations of what I wanted from that will never be met. So mm-hmm. I accept it. I see it. And I'm just going to let it go. Yeah. It is what it is. I'm going to let it go because there's nothing I can do. So I let it go. That has been my example and my pillar for anything that comes at me and I can be in any situation, but I realize that if I have been able to move past the trauma of that relationship and what it has done to my life to accept it, shut it and let it go and move on, I can do anything else. Right. Even a bad relationship with a friend or somebody coming at me from behind their keyboard or yeah. anything. I, I can yeah. do I can do it. And you it can. has clicked for me. And I I'm standing proof. <laughs> Same. It's also really important to remember that not every situation needs a response. It it doesn't matter how valiant you think you're being in responding sometimes the best response is no response Mm -hmm. because once you do that response whoever that individual is if you can say 10 positive things and one negative and it's going to be the same thing when you're receiving it you're not going to hear the positive you're only going to focus on the one negative and that's going to be where your response comes to that negative same thing back and forth back and forth to where 
you can literally be telling somebody they're the most beautiful, outstanding, caring, kind, considerate soul ever, but your hair sucks. They didn't hear anything you said before your hair sucks. Mm. So try to keep that in mind. But I don't like your husband. But I don't agree with the way you're running your business. But right. I don't, I think you're fat, you know, like, oh my God, like that's really, going to be everything. Yeah. Right. If you're really making a Sunday and that's the last topping you choose to put, it's what you see most. It's what's most visible on your Sunday. It takes away from all the beauty underneath. So if yeah, you really like making want, a Sunday and putting a dog turd on top, exactly. You're not going to eat that Sunday. <laughs> if you really want to be the kind of person who puts that inner glow into somebody, even if it's a stranger, then you have to leave the butt out every time. Mm -hmm. I've learned the that in my 40 years, you don't, there, there doesn't have to be a butt. You don't, you don't have, have to, to give do somebody something sandwich. that they need to fix. Yeah. Like a positive, a negative, and then a positive. Yeah. Don't give me a your sandwich. A compliment sandwich. Yeah. I hate the compliment sandwich. I hate the compliment sandwich. Just tell me what I'm doing wrong. If you're, if your position is to critique me, mm -hmm. just tell me the critique because I want to be happy from the compliment that you're giving me, but it's overshadowed by the critique anyways. So if but you're going to compliment do, me, do you ever find yourself being that person who's like, okay, I don't sugarcoat it. I give it to you how it is. Like, I don't, I love that about you. And I love that about me, but sometimes you gotta just be a little fragile with some people. So you do the compliment sandwich, but don't fucking give me that compliment sandwich. God damn it. You fucking tell me <laughs> straight to my face. I will tell never me what I'm doing wrong. Yeah, I will never compliment sandwich you. I, yes. I, promise, I, I promise that will never be my thing. Cause you'll like, see it. You'll be like, don't compliment sandwich me, bitch. Yeah, no, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm not a fan. And I understand why it's used and when it's appropriate. Mm -hmm. It's appropriate with children. Yes. Structurally to teach children that you see value in what they're doing, but to correct behavior that's not acceptable. I think the compliment sandwich is condescending when it comes to adults. <laughs> that's just my take I see. <laughs> I see. Yes. And I agree because I can, one, I can sniff it out maybe because I'm an adult. I don't know. Like, you know, I'm a little, uh, you know, I don't know. I can, I can smell the bullshit. So right. just give it to me straight. And I, I tell my husband all the time because he's so sweet and he's so nice to me and he handles me so well because he probably thinks I'm going to be like, bah! you know, set the house on fire. Right. You know? <laughs> so he like, he, he gives me the compliment sandwiches all the time or he'll, he'll sugarcoat things all the time. And I'll look at him and I'll be like, Scott, just tell me to shut the fuck up next time. Don't give me a yeah. compliment sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> so I now I'm pissed it. about your compliment. Cause I'm like, oh, okay. So you think I'm pretty, but you don't like how I put the dishes away. Oh my God. We find about the dishes being loaded in the dishwasher. <laughs> wow. That's hilarious. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I get it. Like I do, I get it, but it's still at the same time. I think that it's counterproductive. Like, just go directly like in and if you like, just come, come with it, come with it and be like, you know, this is really frustrating for me when you do this thing that I don't really care for. And then you can say, but I love you. <laughs> I see. I've done that. I, I, <laughs> I end on a, but I love you. 
I love you. It doesn't mean I don't like you. I love you. <laughs> We're like, babe, I appreciate you doing the dishes, but this is how we load them into the dishwasher. <laughs> Thanks. You know, like and he, it doesn't matter. He, he's I know it. it's, it's anyway. just, a, yeah, it, it's everything. It it's all the way around in every avenue of your life. It, it's just the whole, how you receive and what you put out. And that's ultimately going to be the guide to your own happiness and your own ability to be content is mm-hmm. to be able to filter out what isn't acceptable to you. Right. And that's going to look selfish because I struggled with that the most is like, okay, if, but if I'm concentrating on me and what I want and what I need, that's going to make me really selfish. And I do not want to be a selfish person. Because we grew up in a time where self-care was not important. It was being a contributor to your community and being a contributor, yeah. work, 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 work. And give, also give, your give, own give, feelings give. on it are irrelevant. Like suck and it mental up, health was a taboo issue. Yeah. Suck it up, buttercup and move mm-hmm. on, you know? Mm-hmm. There's no crying in baseball is what I always heard. There's no crying in baseball. Okay. I don't play baseball. So you don't play, you, you have all these brothers. What do you mean? You don't play, you didn't play baseball. Only one of my brothers played baseball. I'll whoops my some football though. See, I never knew how to play football until Scott came into my life. I watched it all the time. I was a cheerleader. I never knew what the hell I was cheering about. I would say first and 10, first down, do it again. And I didn't know what the hell first down was. You didn't know what that meant. So I cheered I football one year and then I decided I wanted to play. Oh shit. In high school? Uh, middle school. Cause once I got into high school, middle it was like, school. I moved too much, but yeah, <laughs> I played, I played with the boys in middle school. Did they like, did you kick some ass? Well, yeah, they were afraid to hit me and I wasn't afraid to hit them. Oh my goodness. See, I had yabos by fifth grade. So I could not, like I was a size D by fifth grade and I could not. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a whole nother topic that we'll talk about. It is. That's another podcast. That's another podcast. Yeah. Plastic surgeries. Um, so (laughs) yes. Um, I forgot what the fuck we were talking about. I, I don't know either. It's just it's point. just finding your why, finding your reason, and f- just realizing that you can't go around holding these bags. Moving on and being bringing positivity into your life and allowing yourself to be inspired. You need to shed your skin, the skin yes. that enclosed you and made you this stressed scared and intimidated and doubtful person just just shut it just break that mold and move past it just go and if that means mending the bridges that have been burned you can build another bridge you You can build a pathway you can build a walk around absolutely yeah and And stop shedding skin though let's let's um metamorphose from our cocoons so we're not Absolutely. Sweet. Be a phoenix. <laughs> Emerge from the ashes. Emerge from the ashes. Emerge <laughs> from the ashes. Um, yes. And more importantly, commit to that change, people. Commit, commit. to it. Make it a, a personal lifestyle change. 
people are going to see that in you. They're going to look at you and they're going to say, there's something different about you. Did you lose you weight? You are. Did you lose weight? You, you look good. That you is look- my favorite. Did you lose weight? No, girl, I gained 10 pounds, but I'm happy. <laughs> right? I gained 30. And you know what? My ass looks great. You know? Right. <laughs> it is. Your mindset literally exudes from your physical being. It, Absolutely. It shows in every part. It, it can show in something as simple as how your skin looks on a daily basis. That again is a whole nother podcast because I went through some shit with my skin when I was like at my worst that was bizarre to me that no one could explain. And now I know what it was, but we'll talk about that another time. But yes, allowing yourself to be receptive to people who need your forgiveness and to forgive those who may or may not even be asking you to. There's apologies you're never going to get. Forgive them anyways. Give them anyways. Who who's gonna judge you for being? Who who's gonna say anything? Who can judge you for wanting to move past a fire or move past a dumpster fire or just put it in the past? Because I guarantee you, if they were there during the rubble, they also want to put it behind them because bags are heavy. Nobody wants to be carrying this shit around. People yeah. just want to, when pe- pe- people naturally grow, they grow and they think I need to move on. People move on and it's, it's only natural for them to be like, well, I don't need this anymore. Oh, hi. You want to let this go? You want to drop this right here? You don't want to carry this on anymore? God, I was hoping you would say that, you know, be that person to just leave it. That was so animated, wasn't it? It was. I like it, though, because if you haven't noticed, like Dan was listening to the podcast and I'm like, you really have to watch the video because you hear me and I'm going. So when you're paying attention to this over here, you really should be focusing on this over here. And I'm doing the motions with my hands and it makes (laughs) sense. But when you're just listening to my voice, you're like, what the fuck did she just say? It is a completely different experience if you watch the YouTube video versus if you hear it on on Spotify or Apple podcast or. Yeah. Cause I talk with my hands. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that kind of really wraps up the rest of what I, all my notes, I have all these fucking notes here and we just naturally just talked about it. Go outside your comfort zone and commit to the change and realize your happy place is a mindset. You are your own competition, people. That's it. Your own competition. That's it. And comparison is the thief of joy. And I know that that's like Mm -hmm. the most common basic thing that floats around and people know, but it is true. You guys stop looking at what somebody else is doing and saying, oh, I wish I could do it like that. Or I'm never going to be good enough to reach that level. Stop that. Stop comparing yourself to what anyone else is doing because that's going to steal your happy immediately. Oh yeah. That's it's going to make you bitter. Like stop looking at other people. And for what? You don't know. You don't know. (laughs) It's going to make you gross. (laughs) I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. All right. All right. Man down, man down, man down. We're going to cut that out, Scott. Cut, (laughs) cut, cut that out. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. All right. We're back. All right. Exactly. I always say, and scene. So I'm not a person that Bible beats. I'm not a person who comes across as a church going person, but let me tell you, I am a very spiritual person and me and God have this, this very relaxed relationship. And every day I wake up everywhere I go, I talk to him. If I'm not talking to myself, I'm talking to him. And he has guided me along my way. So just like, he's like my best friend, you know? And I feel that you didn't know I was very spiritual. Did you? No, no. (laughs) I don't think we've ever gotten on like that level kind of, you know. Okay. Okay. I've always like kind of assumed that like you were just this earthy person and that is my own fault because I'm thinking, oh, Feather Bear is earthy and. Well, because you never see me talk about God or religion or church. I'm, I'm Mm -hmm. spiritual. I would say I'm spiritual. I, I'm through adversity, you know, and I've had my own experiences with the church and I was always a church goer growing up. And I just, throughout my adulthood, it's more spiritual for me. It's more a one-on-one connection with my creator. Right. And that, that's how I view it. You know, like I, I take a little bit different stance. Like it's, I'm not a not believe non-believer, but I just feel it different than a lot of people. I feel the same way. I feel like I have my own relationship. I have been, I was brought up in Catholic church and Catholic. Oh, oh, you know how well our relationship and how much it means to us. Yes. Okay. I am that person. I don't bring it to anyone. I don't talk about it with anyone. If you ask me, I will gladly tell you. I am a very spiritual, God-fearing person. And one of the things that gets me through a lot of my struggles, and it may not work for some people, but it works for me. And I love when I can talk with God and ask him, why do I feel this way? Why do I feel this way? Tell me what I'm doing. And he always tells me. Yeah. He, he tells me, you know what? That... That comparison that you're doing, you need to mind your business. Right. You need to mind your business because what I gave that person is not what I've given you and you need to be okay with that. Yeah. And I have been able to, my heart can rest on that where he says, I have what I have for you. Now you need to sit down and you need to wait. Yeah. What that person has, don't worry about it. Not for you. It's not for you. It is for them. And if you trust me, you'll have something that is just for you and it'll make you just happy because I know everything about you and I know it's going to make you happy. That is exactly what I heard when I was comparing myself to all these other people. Yeah. He told me that. And I found solace and I found peace And I found my ability to just be strong 
it's the acceptance of owning what is yours and paying attention to what you can control and letting go of everything that you cannot and really letting it go. Like you can't just be like, oh, I let it go. I'm over it. Like you really have to let it go. Like you said that earlier, like you really have to let it go. You really have to say, this is not a battle I'm choosing to fight today. You can compartmentalize it if that works for you, but just know that that, that box that you put it in isn't going anywhere. Oh, this I is something know that, that you're I going should to have not be to, compartmentalizing. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to address that box full of secrets sooner or later. So your best bet is to just come to terms with that feeling and really try to figure out what the root of that feeling is. Because most of the time you can, if you really look inwards and say, you know, I'm feeling this some kind of way about this situation, usually it comes from a place of envy. Hmm. That is a very, do you ever feel bad about accusing people of being envious? I try not to, because I feel like nobody wants to hear that and they're never going to receive it. They're going to be like, I'm not jealous of you. Why would Mm -hmm. I be jealous of you? Bitch, please. (laughs) Instantly defensive. Okay. So I leave that one alone, but I know in my heart of hearts that if they weren't envious of something that they think I have that they don't they wouldn't have a critique of me. I've had somebody tell me that they were proud of me, but they had a moment of envy and therefore they needed time for me. Yeah. And And it was very honest. Yeah. It was so honest and so real and so raw that I could not be mad at them. Yeah. You can accept that. Yeah. 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 Because that's one of the hardest things to admit. It's it's very difficult to admit that you're jealous or envious of another person. But that's a lot of times where your resentment is coming from or where your anger is coming from is because they're doing something that either you wish you would have done first mm-hmm. or that you don't have the confidence that you're capable of doing or that you think there is a debt owed to you in that department. So now you can't be happy for this person and their success because they didn't pay their toll to get there. That's nobody's job. Like we we have to let that shit go. We have to stop trying to be the, the gatekeepers to all things creative and make people indebted to us for what we think they owe us because they don't owe us a damn thing. So they saw you do it and they did it different okay, so that's your thing now. I showed you something and you took it and put your spin on it. Cool. That's your thing now. (laughs) I mean, this whole like being angry towards people because there's, they're not giving proper credit that that's you feeling insecure about something that you're not accomplishing and you have to let that go. Like, so share your beauty, share your product, share what you did don't worry about how somebody else flipped it, switched it, put it in reverse and made it their own. That's their confident now. in your work and your own abilities of what you do and what you do. Well, whatever it may be and go, go confidently with that. And it's not selfish. It's, it's not rude. It's not disrespectful. 
there are ways to be disrespectful with it. Don't get it twisted because there are wrong ways to do that exact thing. And I think everybody is aware of what they are. Like, don't be a dick when it comes to taking something that somebody else is responsible for showing you. If you know where to direct the credit, direct the credit, because that makes that individual who put their blood, sweat and tears and their heart and soul into something that makes them feel good about sharing that item. Like I saw this from this person and I was so inspired by it that this is what I put together with that inspiration. Perfectly acceptable. And then Absolutely. You said it so perfect. Like there's so much content right there that it's going to go all over TikTok. It's going to go <laughs> all over Instagram. You said it, sister. Yes. I could, I, I was going to keep my mouth shut because I was like, go. I have a go, mic. Go, Should go, I drop go. the mic? <laughs> drop the mic. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, I couldn't have said it better. You have to allow others to be inspired by you. Be flattered when they build on you. And even if they don't show you credit, because guess what? You know how many times I fucking heard Milky Way, Milky Way, Milky Way? I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I, I at a point in my life where I was at my just lowest, I told Scott, I hate the fucking Milky Way. And if you go back to my previous podcast, you'll hear me say, I hate the Milky Way. Do not say that word anymore because it brought so much stigma and it brought so much just clout and but now I'm like okay you know whatever but never in my creative tumblr life did I ever say I need that credit no I want to just inspire I want to just put it out there. And I gave a name to something that happened by accident and it's done. Poof, mm -hmm. send it out there. If you do that and if you, you won't be so tied down to this, 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 uh, they owe me, they owe me. I hate them. No, put it out there. You did it for the industry and you did a beautiful thing. Yes. And that's all that really matters. Yes. And that's, that's all that should matter. And we, we get so busy focusing on making sure that we're getting those ass pats, you know, mm. like I've been doing this for so long at this point in time that if I really want to be petty Betty, I can probably go across the board and any popular technique or additive or thing that goes on a cup or whatever, I fucking did it first mm -hmm. because I was the one that was in my back room ruining cups for the sake of experimenting to find out what will and won't work. But go back to my old videos in my little tiny corner of my room with bad lighting and my gear shift turner and see some of the things that I was doing way back when. Never will you see look at my receipts, please, please check the <laughs> receipts, but I'm not going to pop on somewhere where somebody's being creative and they're proud of themselves and be like, oh yeah. So I did this four years ago. You're not going to hijack that because no, because they deserve it. to be proud of what they yeah. created and they may have never yeah. seen my video. So just because I'm exactly that, you know, they ripped off something they saw me do and made it their own. How dare you? 
they may have no idea where they saw that. Like I said, we're in the age of 30 second snippets. You scroll past long enough to see something that inspires you, never looking at the name of who did it or where it's coming from or where they learned it from. You just saw it and you executed it. And that needs to be okay. It does need to be okay. And that is a whole nother podcast that we will touch on. The do not take my fire. Do not copy me. Do not, you know, pay me some respects. Just, I, we can't anymore because you know what? It's, it, it's where we are in a new way in a new age of learning how to Tumblr. Yeah. Craft. We need like to backtrack. Like- we need to go back to basics and be that community that we were way back when everybody and their sister and their brother and anybody that's in this community right now, go back to glitter for days. Glitter for days. What is that like a group? I'm not even a part of that. It was the first glitter for days. It was the first glitter cup crafting group. Oh, because the silhouette groups were getting still up. Girl, I admin it. Of course, it's still up. It's dead. Oh, shit, girl. <laughs> I'm it's not even dead. a part of that group. I've been so fucking kicked out of so many groups. I don't even. However, my point is like, go back to some of the first groups that were originated and cycle through some of that old content and that old material. We need to put them up. We need to put them up for everybody to see. Yeah. Look how fucking fun it was. Look how much fun we were having. Skip over the drama because that's when we were learning our most valuable lessons. We don't want that churned up anymore. And Facebook won't let you remove it. Scroll past that and look Ooh. at the fun parts. Okay. Okay. Oh, the, all my spices in that group. I'm a little ashamed of that. All my spices. <laughs> but um, I'm not in that group. So yeah. everybody go look. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's, you know, whatever. Anybody that's been around knows my spicy. It's, it's old news. <laughs> but anyways, that's my point is, is that we just need to come back to being a community and clapping for each other. Mm-hmm. Even you can Absolutely. clap for people that you don't like. You can mm-hmm. say good job doing what brought your heart happiness today. And that person can clap for you as well. And that's how we move into this more positive state of mind and this positive setting of where people can actually be who they are and not end up committed for mental illness, not end up Fuck. losing their mind and <laughs> having a nervous breakdown or God forbid, getting to a place to where they're feeling suicidal because it's so easy to get there. It's so easy to get there. A few negative comments for somebody that doesn't have the capacity to process through those or doesn't have the tools to process through those could end up in the darkest place ever over a fucking glitter cup. So let's not be those people. Let's not be the kind of people that cause somebody else to be in that position because you can't absolutely. Absolutely. You said it, you hit it so hard. I have had people tell me that they were walking away from these groups because they did not want to have blood on their hands because the comments were so bad. So bad. So bad. And it is silly. It It really is. It's silly to think about. We are here to bring positivity, acceptance and inspiration but when we get to competition and we get to comparison and we get to these primal feelings of fighting for our territory, it is scary. It and is. We need to be reminded that we are better than that. We are. And it isn't necessary. I mean, there's, there used to be this feeling of like, 
like having a glitter group myself. It's no secret. Anybody that knows who either one of us are, you saw glitter, I saw glitter. I mean, but hello, like that's what we do. It's our business, right? Right. So there used to be this stigma on letting other glitter sellers into our space. Because if I let you in here, you're either going to steal my ideas. You're going to take away the thing that's making me able to make money and be set, the thing that I'm doing to set myself apart. Like you're going to steal that from me or you're going to steal my customers. And mm. you can't help but think that like, why else would you want to be in my group? You're my competition. Why else would you want to be in my space? Unless you're just trying to right. get ideas, kick them all out. And we used to. We used to go the route to where it's like, if you sell glitter, you can't be here. And that just came from like that protection place of, I, you automatically have to have the bad This is my territory. You cannot enter. Right. right. And over the course of time, over all of these years, I've had, it's easier. And I've had these realizations that some of the coolest people I know are my competition. I know that if I go into my group where that is my business page, where my customers are, and I say, check out this really cool cup that I just made and I used NMO on it, or I used Mr. Nola's, or I used like, I mean, I could name 500 glitter companies. I'm not going to because like, we'll be here all night, but right. you know what I mean? Like I used that glitter on here. People Everybody will be different and that's right. okay. Yeah. People look at it like, wait, don't you sell glitter? Yes, I sell glitter. But I also have a lot of respect for my fellow business owners who might be doing something a little different than what I do. And if they have it and I don't intend to have it, or I can't compare, or you bring me something and you say, hey, I really like this. Do you have something similar? And I'm like, no, I really don't. So if you really like that one, you need to go to that person that you got it from and get it from them. That's okay. Because that person mm -hmm. is gonna respect you more for your honesty than for your willingness to maybe do something that's backsided. They're exactly. not going anywhere. They're not going to go anywhere because if they're coming to you for what you provide, that is, that's it. Like that is why they're there because you provide something for them. And you told me in the very beginning, and, and I'm really bad for being like, you said this, but it is always positive. <laughs> so I will say, Every single time I had an issue, I was so transparent with you. I said, mm -hmm. these are my fears. This is what I'm going through. I was very transparent with you and I was very honest with you. And I said, Heather, I hate that these people are copying me. I hate that this site looks identical as mine. This fucking company is pissing me the fuck off because they are literally copying everything I fucking do. And you know what you said? Very calmly. You said, you know what? Here's something to put. Here's a feather to put in your hat. You said, you just tell yourself, lace up, bitches, because I'm going to keep you running. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. I was like, that's so right. That is so right. It literally meant keep doing what you're doing because eventually they're going to get tired. I'm going to yeah. keep you running. I'm going to keep you. It's going to be easier to create your their game. own than to try to keep up with you. 
Exactly. Stay true to your game. Just keep doing what you're doing. It, it doesn't matter. Keep doing what you're doing. If they want to keep chasing your tail, they're going to get fucking tired. And if they're copying you, they're already three steps behind. Mm-hmm. Let them stay there. Um, lace up. Lace up. Yep. That's funny because I remember well, saying that. <laughs> yeah. You said it to me and every single time you would write the... I, I would think she is being so amazing right now. She doesn't have to do the shit. The, Heather is busy. I don't know why I am bothering her with this shit, but you took the time and you would give me this long ass paragraph of, uh, of a message. I don't know if you were talking into it or I don't know what you, but you would go MIA for a little bit. And then I, I would just drop a bomb on you. And then you would be like, and you just give me all of this good, good, good knowledge. And I'm like, Ooh, 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 that's, that is a token that right there. I'm going to keep that. And I will tell you right now, everything you have said to me has been so mending to my life, my family, my kids, my business, just me as a person. Like, I cannot tell you how many times I have referred back to our conversations. Oh, you're supposed to be cry on this. It's not supposed to be a cry cast. We're not going to cry. <laughs> I want to be mascara, but I'm going to make my glitter run. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You, you have been that pillar because I didn't know where to turn. And I feel like God told me, message her. If you don't think she likes you, you need to get some balls and message her. And so one day when I had my liquid courage, I was like, what's up? What's up? What's up, Heather? I, so I, I have some liquid courage and I just need to ask you. <laughs> I think I literally just fucking said that. I was like, I have some liquid courage and I'm going to ask you some, what's the problem with me? Yeah. You know, like it, it wasn't so much that I was like, do you not like me? <laughs> you know, like it's so weird. And yeah. you were just so polite to me. You laughed. You kind of took it light hearted. And then we just went from there. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm happy that I did. I'm happy that I got drunk that night. But <laughs> same. <laughs> That's another podcast. It is. So. It is. There's All right, so folks. We have come to an end of our podcast number 12 with my lovely host, Heather Odom. Hi. Hi. And bye. And thank you. Hi. And we love you. <laughs> And um, will we be seeing this sparkly um, outfit next podcast? Potentially. Potentially. I love yeah, it. I love potentially. it. Potentially. You never know what I'm going to get into. All right. Well, guys, we ask that if you have any questions for us, we would love to answer these questions on our next podcast. So in the comments below, please drop them for us. We... Uh, we like to talk. We like to um, get a little personal. So anything that you have to ask us, go for it. Um, in the meantime, 
give us a like, give us a, a subscribe and um, join us next Monday when we release. We release every Monday. Um, so thank you so much for listening and we will see you either on Spotify or Apple podcast. So exciting. Have a great night and we'll see you next time. Bye. Good night.